0: The information and views expressed by our host or guests on the Unlock Potential podcast are their own, and not a substitute for professional medical or fitness advice. Always consult with qualified healthcare or fitness professionals before starting any new exercise program or making changes to your current routine.
1: This episode of Unlock Potential contains visual demonstrations and instruction. If you are listening to the audio version of our podcast, consider also checking out the video at thebriandelaney.com.
0: What we're looking to do here with the Stay Active Method is empower people. When you get to that point where you feel like you're suffering, we're going to educate you on what those symptoms mean for your physiology, how you can increase your awareness, reduce your ignorance, and heal all of those tissues in time. No more victim status, no more being dependent on others as we age. We're gonna reverse that whole process We're gonna empower you to work your way through all of those old injuries, to work your way all the way through healing those tissues. We're gonna teach you what those symptoms mean in a way that allows you to use them to guide you towards being a fitter, more capable, more helpful human being. Hello,
1: and welcome to season two of Unlock Potential. I'm Brian Delaney. Our focus this season is fitness. I'll be joined by Dr. Corey Duvall, who's going to guide us through his protocol for getting into your best shape so we can live our best lives and serve others well.
0: Hi, and welcome back to season two of Unlocked Potential. This is episode eight, where we're going to discuss ignorance, illness, and suffering. In our recent episodes, we talked about the normal breakdown and repair process that allows us to be fitter humans so we can be more helpful for others. We also talked about the experience of that as a human as we go through that recovery process. Now, we have options to ignore those symptoms that lead us towards illness and that illness if we don't encounter it with the right process, can lead to suffering and breakdown as we age. When we experience the tension and soreness that's associated with that repair process, we have lifestyle choices and habits that may make us more aware of that or reduce our awareness of it. By reducing our awareness of it, we aren't able to ride the normal cycle of the healing process, thus leading to a layering of decaying tissue. Now those choices are something simple like not having enough water, not having enough salt, breathing too quickly for what we need, or ignoring foods that we're hungry for. They can be more involved as well, like taking medications and supplements that block our awareness over time. As we move in and start to layer that process, that can lead us more towards short-term physiology and away from long-term physiology, leading to an imbalance. That imbalance of short-term and long-term physiology means that our heart rate is higher on a regular basis. Our blood pressure is higher on a regular basis. Our immune system stops defending us against viruses, fungus, and bacteria. And we stop appropriately cleaning out our tissues, which can lead to autoimmune disorders and cancers. And those more significant injuries and illnesses that can occur, if we don't embrace them and learn those symptoms and allow us to go into a more deeper healing process, they can make us a victim. Sometimes taking lifestyle choices and habits, medications and other opportunities can lead us to think that we're healing ourselves when we're actually not. And that makes us a victim to our symptoms as our body breaks down as we age. However, if we can learn to read those symptoms over time and guide us through that healing process, we become more empowered Now, how does that make us a fitter and more helpful human being? It's because as we age, we should grow in wisdom, we should grow in productivity, and we should grow in helpfulness. But if we go through this process of ignorance, which leads to illness and get into suffering, our last years of life turn into relying on others to take care of us instead of us leading the way. To understand this process, I'm gonna talk about the normal physiology that babies and infants will go through all the way up through our teen years. Then I'll talk about what it's like as we create ignorance and how that leads to changes in our body's capabilities later on. So right down here, we've got some connective tissue. Looking back at some of the recent episodes has more detail to this process. But essentially, we can create a little bit of damage to our tissue, and then we respond to that by adding more tissue. Now, if we do that in a way that allows healing at the same time, that healing will simply lead to a lot of tissue that we can utilize to help others. And so as babies, we are born very flexible without much stamina or strength. And so we create a little bit of damage we send water to hydrate that damage away and we add more tissue. And so when we're younger, we often think, hey, younger people heal faster and therefore make more progress. And in reality, it's not that they heal faster, it's that their body is more ready to add tissue after a little bit of damage. And as we get older, we have less and less of that process. And so we are required to continue healing in order to maintain all of that tissue. And so what that looks like in a normal process is we create a little bit of damage. We heal that damage by hydrating ourselves appropriately and going through that healing process. And we add more tissue. Now the next time we create a little bit of damage. And as we create that damage, we wash it away appropriately And after we wash it away, we add more tissue. And that process continues, leaving us with well-hydrated, lots of connective tissue. And so when that happens when we're younger, we remain flexible because we have all of the movement of our connective tissue and we add more connective tissue, meaning we get more stamina and more strength. However, after being born flexible, we can add strength and stamina at the expense of our flexibility. And what that process looks like is a little bit of damage occurs, but we add a lot more tissue. And then we create a little bit more tissue damage and we add more tissue. We create more damage and we add more tissue. Now as we're adding this tissue, we're actually losing access to these other areas that haven't gone through that healing process. And so what we perceive as increasing strength and stamina, because we have more tissue, we actually have a whole bunch of tissue here that we don't have access to anymore because it hasn't gone through that healing process. Now, sometimes people say, Oh, it was easy when you were younger, And then as they get older, these things start to catch up to them and they see themselves as less capable because they're not recovering. When in reality, it was a lot of things when they were younger that were ignored. And as they get older, what they ignored starts to catch up to them. They're still capable of healing, but they've got all this other stuff that they've got to go through. Now you'll remember from previous episodes that recovery requires movement and hydration and so when we have these deep areas that aren't fully recovered we need to start moving that tissue now as we start moving that tissue we're going to start to heal some of those areas and we're going to start to hydrate them And as we hydrate and heal those tissues, we're going to be getting a lot of symptoms of the damage that we occur, that had occurred when we injured ourselves and broke down when we were much younger. And so, what a process like this looks like is that you're getting more capable, but you're more uncomfortable for a period of time because you're going through that healing process. And so I, we have categories of lifestyle choices that continue that healing process. We have categories of lifestyle choices that will block that that healing process. Now let's talk about what that looks like as we're an adult and as we develop and how that leads to muscle imbalances and how those imbalances can start to alter our technique and we need to work that to make progress in the long run. Let's say for example, somebody uses the muscles on the back side of their torso quite a bit. And as they're using and healing and adding to that tissue, To exaggerate, this is just a lot of thick back musculature, and maybe they don't use the muscles on the front side quite as much. So they're using the muscles on the back side, they get more musculature back here, and they get less musculature on the front. Well, as they start to move, they're going to move in a different way than somebody who is more balanced. And as they start to move in a different way, they might start to alter how they're using the muscles on the front side of their thighs. And so, by using muscle more on the front side of the legs and the back side of the upper back, they're going to move a little differently than if this was more balanced. Now, over time, they're going to start to use this tissue a little more intensely, and it's going to start to give some symptoms. If they ignore those symptoms, they're going to continue adding more and more musculature because they ignored those imbalances. Now, this muscle imbalance from front side to back side, from torso down to the legs, is going to alter their posture. And when their posture is altered, it's going to change how they breathe. And that breathing is not going to be as easy and as slow on a regular basis. It's gonna be more labored and it's gonna be quicker. Now, quicker breathing leads us to short-term physiology, which means our heart rate goes up, our blood pressure goes up, our blood sugar goes up, our tissue healing goes down, but our inflammation goes up. And all of those things over time will start to lead towards symptoms of an illness. And so if they ignore that process, the illness gets worse and worse and worse. But if they start to notice the musculature as it's uncomfortable and as their posture is altered and slow their breath, that slower breath will start to allow them to use the other musculature a little bit more and create more muscular balance in the long run. Now let's say that same person, let's say somebody else starts to use the muscles on their upper back but when they use the muscles on their low back they create a little bit of damage and the history in their family is that low back pain and damage is a problem. And so they learn to take some sort of medication or change their lifestyle to ignore that damage down there. Now that person is going to ignore that damage and start to create layers of musculature but they've got a deep damage in there that they've ignored. And so that deep damage that they've ignored is ultimately gonna limit their ability to use the musculature down there. And so the greater musculature on their upper back and the greater musculature on the legs leads to an imbalance with less capability in the lower back. Now, what they need to do is they need to use that musculature in a way that heals the damage and rehydrates that tissue. And so if they use it appropriately, they're going to heal that deep damage that's in there and they're going to add the appropriate musculature and be more balanced top to bottom. Now let's say somebody starts to use the musculature of their low back and they create some damage in there and they go to see somebody for that damage. And that practitioner, instead of helping them heal that particular tissue, says, oh, it's the muscles on the front side that are leading to the problem back there. Now they start to teach them to brace and create additional strain in other parts of their body instead of teaching them to heal and grow the tissue where that discomfort was. Well, now that focus on a different body part leads them to create an imbalance and leave damage and weakness there. And eventually that damage and weakness that was left will create more of a problem in the future because of the imbalance that was created. Now let's say this is somebody from the front here and we start to say, okay, I'm gonna use my right leg more because I'm a soccer player when I'm younger and I kick more with my right leg than my left leg. Now, as I kick more with my right leg, I do so while I'm continuing to heal. And so I have a good amount of musculature present on the right side. And I have less musculature on the left side. Well, when I then start to do other activities that use both sides, I may have a history, I may have a situation where I start to use this right side a little bit more. And as I use the right side a little bit more, maybe the damage occurs on the right side. And so I have very little muscle mass over here. I have a lot of muscle mass over here And as I'm doing something activity-wise, my discomfort starts to be out here. Well, if I focus on the painful area and trying to get that person to heal this particular tissue on the right side, I'm ignoring the fact that there's less musculature on the left side. And so in that situation, they already have a history of healing the right side normally If I allowed them to say, hey, my right side is uncomfortable, let's start to use the left. Now all of a sudden, they're using that good history of healing their tissue and they're gonna heal it on the left instead of focusing on adding more on the right-hand side. And so we don't want to start to address the body based on pain location and trying to create muscular balance by focusing on another part of their anatomy we don't want to base our treatment methods on their particular location of symptoms because their body will naturally start to create more balance if we focus on the overall physiology of them healing so we might have a situation where they have layers of ignorance we might have a situation where they are ready to be aware of it, but their chosen activity or recovery methods create that ignorance. Now, if I have that same person who kicked a lot with the right leg, as opposed to the left leg, they're also going to have more musculature in an imbalanced way and their overall structure, in order to try to create balance and that over time, those imbalances will start to convert and contort their posture, which leads to faster breathing, which leads to slower drainage, which leads to less blood supply in particular areas, which is short-term physiology. And so that short-term physiology and an imbalance with their long-term is going to lead them to some sort of illness whether that's a recurrent infection from bacteria or fungus or viruses that'll lead to diabetes or heart disease autoimmune diseases or cancers and when they start to notice those things cropping up if they use that to create more balance in their overall structure listening to their symptoms and monitoring their progress over time that more balanced physiology will naturally allow them to slow their breath. And then their focus on getting into long-term physiology will continue reversing that illness process. However, as they notice those symptoms, they've got to get into the lifestyle choices and habits that increase their awareness as opposed to increasing their ignorance. And when they start to get into those lifestyle choices and habits that increase their awareness they're going to go through the deeper healing processes to take care of all of those injuries that were layered all of those tissues that were dehydrated and prevented from healing they're going to allow that to heal in the long run now suffering is when we don't know what to do with our symptoms and so We create layer upon layer of ignorance, which leads to an illness. And we take that illness and we create layer upon layer of ignorance until we become less empowered and less capable ourselves, more and more dependent on others, which makes us a victim to all of those choices. It makes us a victim to the symptoms of our illness that makes us a victim to the symptoms of our injuries. Well, what we're looking to do here with the Stay Active Method is empower people. When you get to that point where you feel like you're suffering, we're going to educate you on what those symptoms mean for your physiology, how you can increase your awareness, reduce your ignorance, and heal all of those tissues in time. No more victim status, no more being dependent on others as we age. We're gonna reverse that whole process. We're gonna empower you to work your way through all of those old injuries, to work your way all the way through healing those tissues. We're gonna teach you what those symptoms mean in a way that allows you to use them to guide you towards being a fitter, more capable, more helpful human being. Now, what you'll notice is that these imbalances and these histories mean that how somebody is going to move is going to be different for every single situation and so our next episode we're going to talk about how to help somebody exercise in a safe way so they don't create too much damage but that they dose themselves appropriately and how as opposed to looking perfect from the outside. It's going to feel better on the inside, and it'll look a little different from the outside as somebody watching them exercise. Thanks for listening in today for Ignorance, Illness, and Suffering. Find us on Patreon and all the previous episodes so that you get up to date with what we're talking about here
1: check out the official Unlock Potential store where inspiration meets style. Explore our exclusive collection of gear inspired by the transformational messages straight from our Unlock Potential podcast. From trendy apparel that embraces the power of positivity to accessories that fuel your motivation, we've got something for every go-getter. Spread the messages of empowerment, energy, and motivation that you get from the Unlock Potential podcast by grabbing your gear today. Join us on Patreon for an exclusive discussion with Corey about the content in this episode. Here's a sneak peek. Can you talk a little bit about those two paths, the one that leads to gradual decline uh-huh. and uninspiring life and you know, forgettable death, I guess, and the one that uh, is the more empowered yeah. Uh, life? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think that really starts from the mindset that our symptoms are there to guide us, not a sign that our body is broken and needs to be ignored. Okay. So if I feel dizzy, Mm -hmm. it's not because I need to take a different medication. It's because my body is having trouble coordinating where I am in space. Mm -hmm. And we need to improve some pieces that helps it coordinate. Mm. If if I'm feeling low blood sugar, Mm it's not because I need to jam sugar into my blood. Mm -hmm. It's because I need to improve the physiology that balances out my blood sugar on a steady basis. Mm. If I have a high cholesterol or clogged arteries, it's not because I need to go in there and just like scrape that stuff out. It's because I need to live a lifestyle that includes both healing as well as challenge in a balanced way. Mm. And so, every disease, every illness, everything that's potentially gonna lead to a suffering, decaying end of your life carries symptoms that can remind you of the life that you still have to live. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy taking those symptoms and taking accountability for the small choices you can make in that moment. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna show up to exercise today. I'm gonna make sure I'm drinking more water. I'm going to check in on how my body's feeling and exercise in the way that's appropriate for it. I'm gonna assess my urine color and make sure I'm not low on salt. These simple things are not easy. The awareness of the symptoms of your disease, the symptoms of your dis-ease, your illness symptoms, it's really difficult to be aware of those and take it upon yourself to make a shift. Mm -hmm. It's simple. One day after another, one moment after another. Slow your breath, take the next step. Yep.
1: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Unlock Potential. For exclusive content, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon. Follow us across all socials at Delaney, and visit our website at TheBrianDelaney.com to shop our gear and see what's coming up next.